I'm Rev David. Thanks for joining me as I wander through life. This last year has seen our emotions swing like mad from high to low and back to high and then to low again as we have ridden the roller coaster of the coronavirus pandemic. To take just one example, one minute the vaccine is here and all will be well, then the next there are shortages and delays. I look back at all the ups and downs and I marvel that we've made it through. 2,000 years ago in Palestine, in a land occupied by the Romans, where people scratched an existence from the desert soil, then there weren't very many highs. It was more a life of one low point after another. And it's to this setting that God sends his son. Remember Christmas? Emmanuel, God with us. Throughout Jesus' three years of ministry, he must have brought so much hope and joy and light to people. We've been living through desperate times, though none of us have had to go without food, water, clothing or shelter. And so we now can maybe start to understand what it was like to be offered even a little hope. Today we celebrate Palm Sunday, the first day of Holy Week. A week that is a real roller coaster ride of emotions. Let me read to you the account of Jesus entering Jerusalem on that fateful day. I'm reading from chapter 11 of Mark's Gospel. As they approached Jerusalem, near the towns of Bethphage and Bethany, they came to the Mount of Olives. Jesus sent two of his disciples on ahead with these instructions, Go to the village there ahead of you. As soon as you get there, you'll find a colt tied up that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it here. And if someone asks you why you're doing that, say that the master needs it and will send it back at once. So they went and found a colt out in the street, tied to the door of a house. And as they were untying it, some of the bystanders asked them, What are you doing, untying that colt? They answered just as Jesus had told them, and the crowd let them go. They brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks over the animal, and Jesus got on. Many people spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches in the field and spread them on the road. The people who were in front and those who followed behind began to shout, Hosanna! God bless him who comes in the name of the Lord. God bless the coming kingdom of King David our father. Hosanna! Jesus entered Jerusalem went into the temple and looked around at everything. But since it was already late in the day, he went out to Bethany with the twelve disciples. Do you know, I've learnt something new this week. I always thought that the word Hosanna was like a praise word 
like we love you Jesus kind of thing. But it actually means please save us or save us we pray. So that's what the people are calling out to Jesus as he rides that donkey into Jerusalem. Save us. Last week, we considered that Jesus was aware of the hopes and ambitions that the people had for him. That he would get rid of the Romans and shake up the temple authorities. That he would save them. And we became aware that Jesus tried to put a damper on this. He talked about dying and alluded to the cross. And yet, despite the difficulties that Jesus knows he will face, he is resolute, he is determined. We probably can't even remember what our New Year's resolutions were this year, never mind still kind of keeping them. Whenever I consider Palm Sunday, I always feel awed at Jesus' resolution, his steeliness, his backbone. It always makes me feel that my endeavours are a bit half-hearted. So, Jesus issues the instructions to the disciples about the donkey. And then he begins his journey, which ends up as a bit of a procession. And this is important because as he enters the city from the east, Pilate, the Roman governor, was arriving in his own procession of soldiers and all the rest of it from the west. Jesus opposes the powers of occupation. He sets the scene for a fight. The people cut down palms and lay their cloaks on the road in front of him and they shout, Hosanna, save us. So much hope, so much desperation was invested in this moment. Your cloak was probably your most valuable possession. You didn't risk losing or damaging it just on a whim. You know, if you'd been there in the story, not knowing how it would turn out, then I think you'd have been disappointed. Jesus rides in, then he has a look around, and then he goes home. Then he spends a week in the temple precincts, having a whole host of arguments and disagreements with the authorities. Then he's crucified and dies. There is resurrection, new life, but his appearances are quite limited, and the disciples don't really know what to make of it. It's only with the distance of 2,000 years, with perspective, that we can see and appreciate what God does in Jesus. The Romans are long gone, yet Jesus goes on. There are still as many lows as highs. Certainly, the world is no utopia. In following Jesus... We all have our crosses to carry. We all have our little bit of kingdom to build. We all share in the great prayer of Hosanna, save us, we pray. I don't know about you, but this year I'm approaching Holy Week with mixed emotions. I have a lot of hope, 
but experience has taught me to temper it with caution. I feel a little subdued, a little bit downbeat, but I do have faith, I do trust, and as I travel through this Holy Week, I'm keeping my eye on the prize, that moment in the garden when Jesus says, Mary, and Mary says, Rabboni, the moment when we realise that God's way of love might not be an easy way, but it does prevail. That's it for now. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.